Welcome to the Travel Like a Boss podcast, the radio show all about traveling like a boss by being your own boss. Stay tuned for weekly interviews featuring guests that have built their own online businesses. If you would like to have access to our entire back catalog, visit travellikeabosspodcast.com for instant access. And here's your host, Johnny SD. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 91 of the Travel Like a Boss podcast. I'm here with Mark Ruby from Arizona, is it? Phoenix, Arizona. Welcome. So you can tell everyone uh, where we are right now and how we met. Uh, beautiful Krabi, uh, Thailand. Uh, we met, uh, actually I met Johnny online even though he didn't know who I was, but I, uh, I was listening to his podcasts and they've been very inspirational. Oh, very cool. And where are, so where are we sitting right now as, as we, we're doing this? We're sitting overlooking some beautiful palm trees and a mountain um, and pretty close, not too far from the beach. Yeah, it's beautiful. So we are at the uh, dropshipping retreat. Uh, 2015 and Krabi is a beautiful place uh, last couple of days we've been learning stuff in the, <laughs> during the day and then just hanging out and doing beach stuff in the afternoons uh, so the reason why I wanted to have Mark on the podcast today is uh, he's been a, a listener of the podcast uh, and he's actually done the things I've recommended and he's becoming very successful with it now and I, uh, I think to me it's just a cool story because there's so many people who listen and don't take action so whenever people do I'm, I'm really excited about that uh, how did you find the podcast in the first place? Uh, my wife and I, we had lived in Chiang Mai a couple of years ago, and um, we really liked, we had sold off everything. So we were one of those people that really had committed. We wanted to live here in Thailand, and uh, we really liked it here. And then uh, we ended up having to go back for some family issues. And uh, I would wanting been wanting to return for quite a long time. I came across uh, your podcast online on TuneIn, and you, you know, and from that point on, I was like, this is awesome. I really liked your interviewing style and I liked your guests and uh, just just spoke to me uh, from the heart. <laughs> That's cool. Did you ever think that you were going to be one of the guests? Never in a million years. And here you are. Yep. Crabby <laughs> <In> Thailand. <laughs> yeah. uh, so uh, the dropshipping retreat, what are your thoughts so far? Awesome. Awesome. Great knowledge. Uh, a lot to absorb, but uh, I think the people here have been just, you know, tremendous and I've learned a lot and of course to meet you Johnny that's the best part <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that <laughs> but, um, so the so the talks so let, let's kind of run through some of the, the actual lessons that, that we've learned uh, the first one Anton talked about lead value optimization uh, what you think of it and did you take anything away from it yes I did uh, what if I can I don't know that I can formulate all my thoughts right away uh, as far as what I took away from it but it's where, from where I'm starting out I'm still uh, I guess a newbie in this, but I can see the value in implementing these things. Um, understanding the concepts and then uh, going through and implementing them is the key. And so I'll have to review again and go through them, but I think there's a lot of value there and how to do that. I, yeah, I think it's cool that all the videos are going to be up in the members area of Anton's course. Uh, so, you know, when people are ready for it, they can go back and watch it again. Uh, and all the people who couldn't make it out here, they, I mean, think we have 100 people here, which is great, but there's a 1,000 members of the course uh, that either have full-time jobs or they have kids or other commitments where they just couldn't make it out this year, so they can watch it at home, which, which I think is nice. Uh, for me personally, what I took out of that was 
I've always been very big on optimizing conversion rates. So for all my stores, I try to get as many of those customers who click click my ads or visit my store to buy. And I'm pretty good at that. Uh, I have a course on it called Optimize Like a Boss. Uh, but I never really thought of optimizing the lead in other ways. So what Anton said was, he said, well, if you think about the people who are spending a lot of money on advertising and that that product maybe doesn't even make that whole amount back. Are they losing money? Are they just stupid? <laughs> or are they cross-selling? Are they considering the lifetime value of the customer? So that really opened my mind, uh, not necessarily just for my joshing stores, but for, for all my businesses, anything I get in the future. Yeah, I've, and I think there's a lot of value to that if you can look at a customer not as a one-time hit, but as a... Uh, 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 continual part of your business where you can market other products to them and you can really, uh, it's possible you could be selling them two, three, four products down the line. Yeah, know? or different, you know, completely different products that kind of have to do with it. Absolutely. Uh, so if you guys are curious what the noise is in the background, they are like jungle bugs. <laughs> there's birds, there's bugs. We. It looks like, if you can see the, the view from where we are, it, it looks like um, Jurassic Park. That's yeah. probably the best way to describe it. That's awesome. So uh, uh, my talk, the cu outsourcing customer service, uh, what did you take away from that? Uh, well, if you're a solopreneur uh, and you're trying to do a dropshipping store, uh, optimizing your time and your, and, and your efficiency by uh, outsourcing you know, your customer service and anything that you can do or things that you don't want to do or not good at is, I think, key to maximizing your success. Yeah, so for those who, you know, who obviously weren't here or um, aren't part of the course yet, uh, I talked about how I was kind of lucky that I started my store while in Chiang Mai. So I was forced from day one to think about customer service from living, you know, while traveling. I think the people who started the stores while being in the U.S., they got comfortable knowing that they could just answer the phone themselves, they could answer the emails themselves. But because of the time zone difference, it forced me right away to you know, to think about that. Because in the beginning, I didn't mind hustling. I didn't mind waking up at two in the morning to answer a call because I know it's a sale and I knew I needed to do that. But I knew I couldn't do that long term. Uh, so from day one, I planned everything out knowing, okay, one day I'm gonna be able to hire a VA or one day I'm gonna be able to hire a customer service person. Uh, and it's pretty cool because I, sh I showed my numbers uh, of my total sales from one of my stores. And I think right now is at about $600,000. So to build a half a million dollar business from Chiang Mai and outsourcing all of it is, is to me, it's pretty cool. It's amazing, actually. <laughs> it's amazing. And a, a lot of credit to you for figuring these things out and to having grown as a person to, to not only with your business, but grown as a person to understand how you can make changes and, and continue to scale up your businesses. I appreciate that. And one thing I really took away from Adam's talk today, uh, I know we're skipping a couple, but he mentioned what actually is passion. Was it Adam? Or was it, it might have been someone else? Um, but basically the, the takeaway from it was your passion is your pain tolerance on how much you can endure uh, before you, you, you see the, the results of what you want to do. Actually, maybe it was Christopher when he was talking about business confidence. It was, it was someone's talks. Sorry if I mixed you guys all up. There's a lot of talks this weekend. Um, but I never really thought of, of passion that way. I always thought about passion as something that you just enjoy doing. Like, what, what do you like? But if we enjoy doing something and it comes easy uh, and there's no challenges, I, I guess you don't really need, I mean, you know, to me it's not even really just passion. It's like something fun to do, you know? Um, but if you are able to endure the pain that comes before you even get to that end goal, before you get to the reward of it, then to me, I guess that, you know, that really does define passion in a different way. 
Absolutely. Um, because life is not a straight line. It's not always an easy journey. Um, and being your own, you know, owning your own business isn't going to be that way. So it's not how many times that you get knocked down. It's how many times you, you will yourself to get back up and you overcome obstacles in your life, your personal life and your, your business. I like it. I'm going to pause this. I'm going to continue indoors uh, so these, these bugs stop bothering us. Give us a second. All right. So we are back, uh, and now we're inside with some air conditioning. Uh, how does it feel? <laughs> Feels uh, a little bit cooler. <laughs> I think it's always a nice idea, in theory, to record like by the poolside or on a beach or sitting on a balcony. But in reality, sometimes it's easier just to be like in an actual office or even in a hotel room. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So where do we leave off? So the other talks that we missed, uh, there's gone Facebook marketing. There's someone on business confidence coaching. Um, what are the other ones that... Building a membership site. Uh, Kim, and, Kim's talk on Facebook yep. marketing was, was awesome. Uh-huh. And there was also, um, what was it? There was one on affiliate marketing. Yeah. And there was one on on Amazon FBA. <laughs> and I think what's really cool about uh, being in this course is Anton doesn't just tr- try to keep you focused on just dropshipping. He's like, look, I'm teaching you guys a model um, that works and then we'll give you the capital, the business skills and confidence to do other models. And these other things don't even seem related to someone who's not in it. But I think to like a member of the course, um, especially if you have a store that's up and running, you kind of see like, okay, well, I can kind of see this as the next step. Like he doesn't need to have a whole module on importing and exporting but he does because he knows that's the next step yeah definitely uh, and there's a, there is a lot of overlap between all of these uh, different areas uh, so there's a lot of opportunity out there um, I'm really thankful to to have gotten involved with this and to have met you know all of the people here uh, and have all the opportunities presented in a way that is uh, useful that you can start to execute on it so, so I think it's really, really awesome so I would imagine that as someone starting out that just meeting people in person uh, who have done this and are successful and have profitable stores, especially all the people here that you know are living full-time, making full-time income off the stores. Does that give you a lot of confidence to just know that the system works? Or, or how, how do you how did you feel about that? I definitely feel like it does because <clears throat> there's so much, you know, in the U.S., there's so much uh, advertising. Everybody's trying to have the loudest bullhorn and to sell everything, you know, and to actually meet the people that are doing it and you find out there's regular guys, regular people, guys and gals and uh they're uh you know that you can see it in your own you know for yourself in your own eyes is pretty powerful i think as well as cool there's a lot of international people so i'm here so my last episode was uh with an australian couple who are doing well uh and i thought i almost thought like maybe there weren't that many australians who have stores are doing well but i'm pretty sure every single australian person i met at the retreat they're like yeah I'm, you know they're like oh yeah we're making sales we're profitable and i was and I, I would ask them the questions like oh was it hard to get suppliers or you know was it hard because you're australian and all of them said no no it's fine yeah which is completely opposite of what you hear online from you know people that don't have stores or are part of the course yeah yeah the, all the you know all the guys from australia that i've sat and talked to or even the guys from the uk they were all said go oh, it's easy yeah, I'm doing it, you know, and, and that's from a person from the U.S. That's great because, you know, that's even more validation that this isn't just like uh, location specific that you can do well. You could do well anywhere in the world with this. Yeah, like anywhere that people buy stuff online, which is growing. You know, I'm sure it's a lot harder in places like, you know, I don't know, Zimbabwe or you know Middle East or somewhere uh, where people don't buy stuff online anyways. But in like, you know, big Western countries like in Germany, Australia, England 
and you know even like even smaller western westernized countries like holland uh, or sweden like those people are doing really well and they're, they're following the same course unbelievable i mean um, well I, let me ask you a question yeah. had would you have ever thought three years ago that you would be meeting people from all over the world that were doing at a, a same business model that thought the same way they're wanting to follow the same path so actually in the beginning i didn't i didn't have those doubts because nobody fed it to me so i just assumed it would work everywhere uh and it wasn't until i think it was about a year ago where i started hearing a lot online you know usually from forums or different websites you know uh where people were like no that doesn't work in australia or, it doesn't work in here it doesn't work there and then they started I, I almost started kind of believing their negativity and it wasn't until i met people in person you know especially this weekend where i'm like you know what f those guys like they're not only are they ruining it for themselves because that is their excuse on why it doesn't work uh so they can feel better about you know their own lives about not, about not trying even in the first place but now what they're doing is they're ruining other people's chances because people that did want to try now they're scared to try because they heard from some guy on reddit or some guy on a forum that like oh it doesn't work in australia uh and thank goodness for you know for these live events where you can meet people because 100 of those people who are doing well they don't post online like yeah. they're not the ones on reddit they're not the ones on different forums um unfortunately they don't even really post on our member forums that much because they're busy running their store right but in person it seems like everyone's super open and super helpful like what are your impressions on that uh absolutely uh i think everybody's been very super uh open you know and uh and and, and sharing you know um some people have shared their niches with me and and i think that's great i'm i'm not one that would you know would jump in on uh somebody else's niche i have my own ideas and what i want to do but i think everybody's this is uh you're gonna anybody from any walk of life is gonna fit in here because this is like the united nations <laughs> oh it really is weird we have like families here with babies you know, we have people from all different countries yeah uh different ages i mean the youngest you know the youngest people are like 19 or 20 and then how do you what do you think the oldest people are you know just from guessing um maybe 60s well really okay yeah I, yeah i see some people that thought you know at least 50 but yeah maybe 60 yeah. maybe um i'm 48 so um i now I, i'm a little different i had a uh a cellular phone business that I did for a number of years in the mid 2000s. So, uh, and I've been in sales and marketing, you know, most of my life. So I, I feel like I'm comfortable with that. Uh, but it's nice to meet other people. And so everybody has the same fears. Uh, uh, that they're not going to be able to do it or they won't understand enough or maybe you have to be you know a 20 year old whiz kid you know to do this but it's not like that at all they just have to meet the right people and and get the confidence and then the skills in, in order to execute i do you know think that depending on the generation you grew up with and depending on how comfortable you are doing other things online it there is a learning curve so for the people that are you know in their 50s or 60s it takes longer you know they have to learn how to resize an image they have to you know and that might take them half a day to they have to you know but the information is out there you can google it you can watch a tutorial uh versus someone who's in their 20s or 30s they might just you know to them that's a no-brainer like yeah i resize photos all the time um but it's still possible i think yeah anything is possible if your mind is open to it and you realize that you might have to humble yourself a little bit and ask questions and ask people other people for help but i think in our in this group here and i think even online everybody's more than willing to be helpful and to to reach out to, to one another so i think it's great 
uh, what was really funny to me is in the afternoons we do the group activities and on the first day we all took a, a boat to Raleigh Beach there's a beach called Tonsai which is a beautiful bay uh, that's famous for rock climbing it's like a rock climbing mecca and everybody there is like I would say either families or a lot of people like you know in their 20s uh, laying on the beach tanning rock climbing and they see our group and they look at us like who are these people <laughs> because we're all from different nationalities different ages like I like you know you just can't because you, know, you know sometimes you have like the Chinese tour group or you'll have like the old uh, retiree tour group or you have like a gap year where everyone's young right. but we really like we're confusing people yeah because it's like, literally is like the United Nations there's old older people younger people um, you know we all look <laughs> different it's awesome though and it's cool that this thing you know just all brings us together absolutely uh, I'm gonna post some photos of the, the group uh, some group shots in the show notes so if you want to check it out it's travel like a boss podcast.com show notes episode 91 uh, so not only will I have links to to everything that we talk about in the show to Antoine's course if you want to sign up but also uh, some photos from this retreat maybe some videos so you can check them out uh, what, what, you, what you think of all the afternoon activities so far uh, unbelievable. Um, I, I didn't get a chance to go to the first uh, afternoons to Raleigh Beach because I had left a, a medication at home and I had to go up to Krabby Town to go get it uh, because I, I needed it. Uh, so I missed that. But yesterday's, uh, you know, going to uh, the beach and traveling on the boat and just hanging out, it was it was, it was great. Yeah, so we, we just called the Four Islands Tour where they took us uh, on this boat, drove us around, and we stopped to snorkel, we stopped to just chill on the beach. Uh, we had a, a barbecue on the beach. It's pretty good. Oh, uh, great. We had like kebabs and like grilled fish. Yeah. Uh, and the sunset was so beautiful. That, that was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Uh, I put that on my on my Instagram if you guys want to check it out. Uh, it's Johnny FDK. Um, but today we're going to do a, a pool party and a lunch buffet um, by this pirate-themed pool. So that's going to be fun. Uh, we're going to have dinner on a hilltop where you can see all around the island. Oh, okay. That's going to be That's awesome. going to be beautiful, yeah. Did you go to that Thailand restaurant the other night? Yes, yes. What what you order there? Humberto's. Uh, I, you know, I had a, <laughs> that's funny. I had a, uh, a cheese, but it was uh, a blue cheese and something else kind of pizza. Uh, mm-hmm. Probably one of the more stinkier kind of cheeses. cheeses. Okay. I can't, oh, the Montego or. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. I can't remember, but it was, it actually was very, very good. Yeah. The, very, the pasta there looked surprisingly good. I, I really wanted to, cause the first four pages were all pasta. And for the photos, they look like the best things in the world. And I've been on my strict paleo diet now for the last three or four weeks just because I wanted to be able to fit into my board shorts for this uh, this weekend. Uh, so I forced myself to get a salad and some lamb chops. But that ended up being pretty good as well. Oh, you, okay. you're doing the paleo diet? Yeah, I'm super, super into it right now. Awesome. I got to do that. You know what? I'm, I'm going to get you on it after the show. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm going to recommend you a, a 30-day challenge and, and a book to read. It's uh, by this guy named Mark Sidson. And he does the Primal... I think I think it's called the Primal Blueprint like 30-day challenge or something. And it's the easy... Out of everything I've seen, it's the easiest thing to follow. It's the easiest, like, it doesn't get too technical. It just gets you in there. And uh, when I woke up, when I was packing, when I was thinking about this trip, because I was, I went to Koh Phangan last week, and then this week, Krabby, with his, and they're both beach trips. I could not fit any of my board shorts. And I was going to go buy new ones. You know, that was just my plan. I was going to go to the mall. And I started thinking, I was like, what am I doing? I have, like, four pairs that, you know, 
fit perfectly fine. One of them still has its tags on it. I was like, let me just, you know, get back in shape. And I think the reason why I got out of shape was I went to South Africa last Christmas and I wanted to try the new food. Then I went to Taiwan with my parents and I love all the, all the food in Taiwan. Uh, and I went somewhere else, I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> and I think I just continued, I was like, ah, you know, it's fine, I have a girlfriend, like, it's not a big deal if I'm a little bit out of shape. But as soon as, I think two or three weeks passed of me eating healthy and clean again, I just had so much more energy, I had so much more drive for life. I just felt better, my clothes fit better. And I just, I looked at myself in the mirror, uh, I think two days, two days ago, uh, I was thinking like, what am I doing? You know, like, why do I keep getting off the diet? Like, I know it works. I know it's, I know it's possible. I know the benefits of it are so good. And like, 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 why, why do we do that to ourselves? You know, and it, it's, it's this hard, it's, it's almost like this stupid thing that we, we do when we know, we know better. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't take long to a few missteps with your diet and to get off track, at least for me. And I think, I guess your genetics and everything plays a part in it too. But, uh, as soon as I start cleaning up my diet and stuff, I my waist size goes down rapidly. Yeah. So we're committing. I'm taking you up on the challenge. I okay. will do it. Uh, we're shaking on that right yep, now. Okay. I'll shake right now. You guys can check back in a month. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see how that goes. I'm, I'm confident though. I'm confident, Mark. Thank you. All right. So what I what I really like about you, one of the reasons why I want to have you on the show is not only are you a listener, but you actually take action. <laughs> uh, what made you first sign up for? Yeah, like what what made you take all this action? What made you sign up for Anton's course, and what made you end up doing the eBay course? Okay, um, I, I'm going to take a step a little bit further back, and hopefully everybody will will like this. To be honest, with you, I, I you know I was in uh, live in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, it was we hadn't gotten to the hot part of the summer yet, and I was walking. I was going on walks. Had a few health issues, and like I, I had mentioned it to Johnny earlier that I found his podcast, and I was listening to it, and I, honestly, and I and I mean this from the heart, I Johnny's words kind of transformed my mind into thinking I do want to live location independent, and uh, it was very inspirational, and for me that's the difference. But I I, I was I've always been the kind of person that once I commit to something, I'm a hundred percent in. I'm not just going to do a hundred percent effort. I'll do a hundred. 50% effort because uh, at least if I don't make it it won't be for lack of not trying the hardest it'll be m maybe outside of my capability range so you know uh, your podcast is awesome I love the guests and uh, I think you do a great job with it and then the DSL course is just unbelievable but you have to execute ultimately in life it's always about executing uh, having a plan and then executing and finding the, t the tools to overcome any uh, problems that you're going to have okay very cool so you signed up so how long did you listen to the show before you signed up for Anton's course um, let's see, you've got an 89 podcast and I probably got through episode 36 okay. <laughs> Johnny FD <laughs> podcast before I said, yeah, I've got to do this. Nice. Yeah. And so how long ago was that? That was in, uh, let's see, probably end of June, July. Okay. So that wasn't that long ago. That was only what, four or five months ago? Yeah. Okay. So what made you decide to also sign up for David Vu's course, the eBay course? Um, because I think it's kind of in this, in the same vein, uh, uh, I liked the way that uh, David presented his course. I thought that uh, it made sense. Um, and I thought he was very transparent and open as well as I, I think you're, you know, you're very, very much the same way. And I think Anton is the same way too, that he's just like, okay, you guys are all, here it is, here's the tools, go out and do it, you know, come on to our forums if you have any questions, but otherwise you got to just go do it. I like it. And so I think it's a, like, I think in that episode, if you guys haven't heard it, it's uh 
it, I'll, I'll put it in the show notes. It's one of the episodes that we did. How long ago was it? Like a month or two ago? Not yeah. even that long. Uh, when, when did you sign up for it? It's been about uh, five, six weeks. Okay. Yeah. So definitely wasn't that long. It was uh, episode 82. It's called Dropshipping on eBay with David Dang Vu. Uh, so I'm assuming you listened to the podcast and then you're like, okay, this would be a good first step. Uh, and you signed up. Yeah. I'd already started building my uh, my dropship store. Uh, but I thought, you know, I, I had some experience with eBay and I thought that uh, it would be, uh, for me, a sweet spot. It would be easy to execute on that and would be additional income. And uh, I, I started it probably about this five, six weeks ago. And and, um, I'm doing what? Well. Very cool. So, uh, I think so. The, the kind of the reason why I had him on the show was because first, I didn't really believe in dropshipping on eBay because to me, it didn't it doesn't really make sense like that somebody would buy a product off of you that you just buy from Walmart or from like Lowe's or Home Depot or something, uh, and then there'll be profit in that. Uh, and I think it was, so I asked him really hard questions on the podcast. I don't know if you remember that. I do. Uh, and I think part of it is because I don't, I haven't met him in person, so I don't really know, I didn't really know his character before I, I uh, had him on the show. I did a lot of due diligence. I like, I like reached out to a lot of his other students to make sure that he was legit. I checked the reviews to make sure they were real. Um, and I, I had this, you know, I just didn't hold anything back. I was just like, look, you know, how the, like, how the heck does this work? It's, it's not a, this isn't a viable business. And what I really liked about him was he said, he's like, you're right. This is like, this isn't a viable long-term business, but uh, people will buy your products uh, because they, they're comfortable with eBay and they just end up buying from you. And, and he said, and he, he was really upfront about it. He's like, look he's like to be honest you know anton's course is gonna be better for a long-term strategy but this is easy you don't have to set up a store um you can start making sales right away and it's like you it's not gonna make you rich but it's gonna give you that confidence and some and some income so then you could do something else and that's why i recommended it and, yeah and that's that's been completely my experience you know uh made some money off of it it's easy to do um yeah now it, keep in mind though too is that some of your uh, the your suppliers that you're going to be selling products to uh, they aren't uh, all, all those suppliers aren't necessarily located in every state in the U.S. And so sometimes those products won't be available to all of the people in different locales. So I've had some people in British Columbia that can't get access to certain things. And so uh, there's I think there's opportunities there. I don't think it's definitely a, you know a long term strategy, but for making quick money. And I did. I actually had a sale within uh, about 40 hours. Oh, cool. How, how did that feel when you got that first sale? Oh, it was awesome. It's it always feels great. Uh, and 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 then the margin was good and stuff and so uh, you have to pick the right niche and stuff but it was uh, it was great were you surprised that it worked or that you know i i kind of knew from my past experience that there are people that are just they just go to ebay they won't got they will not shop around they won't go anyplace else and i kind of knew psych from the psychology and of that that a lot of people think that way and so i thought there would be opportunity there yeah it's the same thing a lot of people just go straight to amazon even though you can get the you know a better product or the same product somewhere else for cheaper i think what it is is those companies did such a good job in the beginning having the lowest price that people just assume they have the lowest price so i'm sorry if any of you guys exclusively bought on ebay but 40 percent of the time now you're gonna be wrong you know uh where i bet you at the beginning yeah ebay was the cheapest place you know and, and but you just can't get you can't get stuck and assume that forever um and now this is purely like price arbitrage you know uh so what what do you what are your goals with your ebay store and then your dropshipping store um 
I would say within, uh, I, I want to be up to at least uh, making a thousand bucks a month uh, with the eBay store. Um, and my long-term goals are to be really uh, $10,000 a month in a drop shipping store. But that may take me some time and I have some things to learn, but I think it's definitely very, very possible and doable. So what is the plan? Like, so for eBay store, for example, what, what are your, what are your next steps? How are you going to get to the thousand dollars a month profit? I, I think uh, you have to have, you know, some volume up, uh, up there. So I, my short term goal uh, before, I would say before the end of January is to have at least 500 products on, on eBay. And how many do you have now? I have 12. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so how are you going to get to that 500? Um, I'll be adding, uh, my bare minimum is at least five new products a day. Okay. And is that pretty easy to do? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, and do you ever plan on outsourcing that? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. That's you know short term goal. Long term would be to get into the thousands of products range, and then to be you know you have to go through and you'll have to be changing the stuff that doesn't sell, you know, and keep flipping them over and uh, and and finding out works what works best. But you know you only at that rate you only need to have a few you know two three sales a day if you're making maybe you're in making hundred dollars a day in profit. Not bad. Yeah, I like it. Uh, actually, so one of the reasons why I knew his system worked and selling on eBay worked is because. For my dropshipping stores, I decided, I was like, well, you know what, what if I put some of my best-selling products on eBay, just see what happens? And I couldn't afford to do it for the same price because eBay takes so many fees. So I put it for more money on eBay than on my own stores. And what I did was in all the photos, all of the descriptions, I had my store name in there, just hoping people would see that, go to my store, see it's cheaper and buy it from my store. But I still made sales from eBay. Like I still made like, I think I made, I think, so I think I made like 10 sales from eBay uh, that were like a thousand dollars each. So like 10 grand in eBay sales for products that are more expensive on eBay than if they just freaking typed in the URL or, and, and bought it from my store direct. It's insane. It's crazy. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I'm not going to try to change everyone who, uh, who shops on eBay because it's kind of, it's good for us, I guess, yeah. but it kind of just shows the psychology of, of, of shoppers or buyers, right? I, yeah, I think the more, maybe the more educated buyers are not at, at with eBay. Uh, I think maybe it's an older crowd still. I, I almost feel like it's the, the overeducated stubborn people where they think that they know it all because they did do the research. I mean, to be, to be fair, yeah. they did the research, they found eBay, they figured out how to use it. And now they're like, I know the secret, eBay's the best. And they just, you know, they get stuck in their ways, you know, where they don't want to learn something new again, or they kind of refuse to believe that something else is, might be better. Yeah, I definitely think humans are very prone to get stuck into habits. Yeah, and 100%. Like, yeah. Uh, so uh, with your with your dropshipping store, um, what, what have you taken away from this weekend that you think you're going to do that's going to help you build up your store? Oh, gosh. Well, you know, I came in here just on, you know, going through like the Facebook marketing. I, uh, I had everything I'd heard and read said Facebook marketing doesn't work. And then I saw the presentation on that. And I think it's it's how you everything is how you do it. And so having those tools and I think a lot of us are blinded because we don't know what the tools are. and We're kind of fishing around trying to figure it out. And there are experts or people that have figured it out and know how to, you know, can show you how to implement those those tools. So um, uh, I I think, you know, I need to optimize for me personally, I need to optimize my site. I need to uh, just keep moving forward and I have to get through some of my barriers on the uh, building up, you know, the, the Shopify store. My favorite presentation, the thing that I'm going to do immediately next week is Michael gave uh, a talk on optimizing your Google ads, your product listing ads. And he started it with, you know, saying, don't you wish that you 
can have control over keywords and bids on your on your product listing ads. Uh, and he talked about the, all the benefits of it. And then in my mind, I was thinking, it's like, I was like, they don't allow you to have keywords on there. Like, how do I, like, like why is he hyping all this up to get us excited when we, it's not possible? And then he showed us, he's like, look, you can backward engin- uh, engineer it and this is how you do it. And I was blown freaking away. Yeah, that was cool. And like, I'm like, I'm going to go and just destroy uh, all my competitors with you know, with what I learned there. And it's and what's so cool is every single one of the talks, like nobody held back. No. Like, even though he has a, you know, um, was it a Google, like an advertising, I guess, management firm where he charges a lot of money to average, you know, to manage people's campaigns. Uh, he has big customers. He does. He manages over a million dollars is in a month in ad spend. Wow. Well, maybe it's a year, but it's whatever it is. It's a lot. I think, uh, he, yeah. So his company th- that he owns manages like a million dollars worth of ads for other people. So he charges a lot of money per hour. But what's cool is he basically taught us every single thing in that presentation. Yeah. Which is incredible. And, um, Anton hired him to redo the the uh, Google ad ver- um, videos in the course. So they that section used to be 15 minutes, which was enough because I've done you know half a million in sales now with those 15 minutes of, of info that Anton taught us. Uh, but now that same section is now five hours worth of content. Yeah, unbelievable. And you can spend a lot of money being very inaccurate with that. And this is going to allow you to sharpen, kind of sharpen your tools and to, to dig further deep, you know, down and get get more sales. Yeah, 100%. I think the coolest thing about it is even though Anton paid this guy a lot of money, you can imagine how much he paid him to to teach this stuff, especially five hours of content. Uh, he's not charging the members any extra for it. Yeah, that's awesome. So all of us today, if you guys are already a member of the course, you can just log in and that module is there now. And, you know, that's that's what I think is so cool about the way Anton does things. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You're, you're getting a wide spectrum of, of knowledge and, and information that you, you just can't get that, you know, anywhere else, really. Yeah, and the thing is, he wouldn't he wouldn't even need to give that away for free. I almost feel like if he offered that as like an upsell, people would pay for it. I think so. So, but, you know, maybe that's just his strategy. I, you know, I, I like I like it. I mean, it's good for me. It's good for us, I guess. Good for everybody. Anybody who's who's wants to learn this area, absolutely. Because yeah. uh, he doesn't have to do that. But I think the way that he actually... Um, you know, makes his money back from it is every six months or so he raises the price of the course. And every time people, you know, complain and they bitch, you know, and, but it's always like, why didn't you sign up for it when it was cheaper? Right. <laughs> like yeah. if you, if you go to antonmethod.com now and sign up, it's a thousand dollars. And so it's, it's not cheap, you know, it's, it's nine ninety seven, or you do three payments, I think of two ninety seven. but a few months from now, actually, maybe I don't, you know, I don't know exactly when he said he's going to raise it, but he's going to raise it again. Now, now that all this new content's up there, right? I don't know what's going to go up to, but let's say it's a thousand five hundred people are going to complain saying oh it's so expensive now i'm like well first there's 50 you know there's five more hours of content uh from a guy he paid a lot of money to teach you this uh but also you probably heard about this you know two months ago why didn't you sign up then absolutely absolutely well you know i look at it this way um and i and i paid a less than a thousand i had it you know, i think it was 700 and some dollars uh i can tell you with 100 percent assurity that my courses at arizona state university some of them cost me, you know, two grand and I didn't learn anything and I don't remember any of it. <laughs> and this, so this is stuff that is going to completely change your life and give you the opportunity to actually make money, not just to have something that you read out of a book and you can quote from memory. I think it's crazy that, I mean, just thinking about college again, I, you know, I spent so much money on these courses that I didn't even want to take. I wasn't interested in the subjects. 
But just because I had to take a course, I was like, oh, I'll pick that one, I guess. Uh, just so I can get a diploma, which I don't use. Right. It's insane. Isn't it? Like, imagine if instead of spending 20 grand a year on college, you took that same money and you're like, okay, let me pick and choose the courses I actually want to take that I, I'm actually interested in uh, from people who are actually successful in what they're teaching and not just someone who, you know, that, that becomes their job because of whatever, you know, whatever reason, you know, they teach business, even though they don't have a successful business, or maybe they, maybe they never even had a successful business, right? you know, versus now you can learn from, you know, for less money, even though it's still a lot of money, you know, I think a thousand dollars is a lot for anyone, but if you do, if you compare it in that sense, you know, instead of spending seven grand to learn from someone who may have ne never done it in the first place, uh, teaches you something that you don't care about and that you're not going to remember, uh, versus taking, investing that same amount of money and time into something you do care about from someone who knows what they're talking about. Actually, what really blew me away, and I actually didn't know this, is I assumed Anton had sold all of his stores and wasn't doing it anymore. But this weekend, I found out he's still uploading products. <laughs> <laughs> is he really? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I didn't even know that. It's insane. <laughs> and I asked him, I was like, why do you even do that still? And he's like, I love it. And uh, like to me, it's, that really kind of just... It just shows that he really is passionate about this. Absolutely, and I was, and I would re re relay that back to what we, you were just saying about taking classes in college from some professors, and then nothing against formalized education, but a lot of those professors, you know, they don't, they don't really have the passion anymore for teaching. You know what they're teaching? They're just, you know, they're making a pay, getting a paycheck. You talk to Anton, or you talk to you, uh, Johnny, or any of these other people. I mean, their eyes light up. They love what they're doing, and they love teaching about it. And I think that's uh, that's a very powerful message yeah i think oh so you know it was adam that shared um the i think the four reasons to like get into i think for his it was for affiliate marketing but he said if it's if you're just getting into for the money don't do it uh if you're just doing it because something else don't do it and he said but if you're doing it because it changed your life and you want to share it that's a great way to do it. And I think that's that's a big reason why I do my podcast and I share everything I share. Uh, and then the, the fourth, which I never really thought about, which really, you know, not only does it apply to me, but also it's to me, it's like, it's almost like a, it's almost like a moral must do if, if you're in this position. Uh, and it was, you are in a position where you can share it. Because there's a lot of people that, let's say you found something that really does change your life, but you don't have an audience. You don't have a voice you know, you can't speak out about it, you know, but it, it's, it's like, if you do, it's almost like a moral imperative for you to share that information. Absolutely. And I think it also keeps you, even as if you're teaching someone else, keeps you engaged in the process and keeps you learning too, because you'll learn from your students and your students will learn from you. And it's a, a ongoing uh, process that feeds itself. And I think that's, uh, that's, I mean, at the end of your life, after you get, you've done everything you wanted to do, you're pro you, uh, you might remember all the money you make, but I think you, most people remember the, the lives that they changed along the way. You know, this weekend's been awesome for that. Yeah. Because, like, I would say most of you, like, you included, you know, I've never met in person. But, and some of you never even, like, have you have you messaged me a lot? I did a okay. few times. I honestly don't remember who messaged me because I get so many. Right. And because there's not, there's not, like, a face to it. You know, it might be, yeah, it might be, like, a profile photo face. But there's not really a face to it. Um, to me, it only takes me a few minutes usually to reply. And I do it because I know people, it helps people. So I do it. Um, but I think to them, from their their point of view, they're like, it's such a, it's a bigger thing, you know? Absolutely. Well, you can't see yourself like other people see you. Mm -hmm. I think that's Freud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you, like, and I, 
when you help someone else, it is a big deal to them because they are you are helping them with something that they are not sure that they can overcome on their own. And if you always remember that in life, no matter what station you're at in life or what you've accomplished, you know, I think it's a pretty special thing. For me, anyway, I love people. I love working with people. And so when I've changed other people's lives through things I've done, um, it's been really special. Yeah, and it's, it's such an amazing feeling. Like this weekend, literally, uh, I think a lot of people didn't actually come up to me right away. You know, they kind of just, you know, they were there this weekend and then just randomly, like we'll be waiting uh, in line for the ferry or for the taxi. And they'll just say like, hey, Johnny, you know, I just want to quickly thank you. You know, you're the reason why I came out here. Or, um, you know, hey, thanks. I, I ended up quitting my job and um, I'm living off my store full time now. And just these little things, you know, like to me, I'm like, wow, I, like really, you know, like I'm the reason why I did that. That's cool. <laughs> kind of, kind of probably powerful and kind of scary at the same time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> like me, uh, but no, you're, you are, you and Anton and other people, anybody who has, uh, you're casting a pebble into a pond and those ripples are changing other people's lives. And so that should be a good feeling. Yeah, I, I really appreciate that. And that's why I'm so passionate about my new course, Ernest Affiliate, where I teach people how to do that. You know, And I never really, I guess when I started, I didn't really know what the intention of the course was. I think, you know, I think I need to kind of rebrand this, the sales page of it. Uh, because in the beginning, I was like, okay, I'm, you know, people want to learn affiliate marketing, I'll teach them that. People need to learn how to build a website, I'll teach them that. People want to know how to find uh, affiliate offers to promote, I'll teach them that. People want to know how to get traffic, I'll teach them that. But now, after this weekend, I realized, you know, it's not really about that. Maybe those are the steps inside that, you know, that's required to do it. But in reality, what people really want is to have a way to to build a brand, uh, to get eyes, you know, or ears on your product, and then be able to, to recommend things that actually genuinely work, uh, and be able to make a living from that. So then you, you can keep doing that and you can keep, you can grow it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, do you remember back on some of your earlier podcasts when you were talking about when you were working at a job you didn't mm -hmm. like, and you had a boss that maybe you didn't like, and you're just going through the motions and just making money. And then you go to the weekend mm -hmm. and you're just, uh, you're tired, you got to do all your laundry, get ready to do the whole week again. If you can remember that feeling, there's a lot of people out there that are going through that and it's they're miserable and they're looking for a way out. I try not to remember any of that. <laughs> Honestly, I try to block all that out. <laughs> Sorry for pulling you to yeah. a dark place. <laughs> Actually, you know, um, when I had to make my last visa run, I was so annoyed that I had to waste my time getting on this plane to go to another country for a day just to get a freaking visa and come back. Because normally what I do is I make a vacation out of it. I go there for a couple of weeks, try to do something new, go scuba diving, and then come back. And it's not a big deal. But this time, because I was... I literally just needed 30 days before I go to South Africa. I was like, oh yeah, I'll just fly in, fly out. And that day reminded me of this, you know, that we sometimes in life, you know, especially with the job we don't like, we kind of have to do things just to do it. Right. You know, so it kind of reminded me of commuting to job to a work uh, or even going on a business trip for work, you know, where you don't even have time to sightsee. You're just like at a hotel um, and dealing with, you know, BS bureaucracy uh, for no reason, filling out paperwork for no freaking reason. You're like, why am I filling this out? Exactly. Uh, and thank, you know, thank goodness I only have to do that once every few months versus having that be your job, you know, every day. For years. Yeah. It's just wearing you down. And not having like an end goal. I think almost like if I had to, you know, like right now, I don't, you know, I don't like 
uploading products. I don't like doing some of the manual things, but I see the end goal of it is, okay, let me get this stuff up so then I can relax on a beach and have it be a new like source of income. Right. You know, that that allow me to do other things I like. Absolutely. And you have control over your process, your time, and your experiences in life. I, I, yeah, I think that's the, a, the big part of it, right? Absolutely. So what made you want, like, not want to work? What were you doing before for work? And- uh, I, I, after I sold my the business back, I had my cellular business back, Back in the 2000s, uh, I went into work in education. I was in admissions for a, a university and uh, basically sales. It's a, uh, a uh, for-profit university. And I, although I got paid very well, I really didn't like the management. And I felt like we, you know, we weren't doing the best we could for the students. So, um, so that that's basically it. And I just, you know, it really just kind of wore me down. As a matter of fact, I think that's probably what led to some health issues. You know, that stress from, from work, from having, you know, a, a boss that you disagree with, you know, doing something that you don't enjoy doing, like stress really is a killer. Absolutely. You know? And I'm so glad that you've, you've you know, you left that job. Now you're, you know, you seem very happy. So, I am. And you seem very optimistic. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Because I think if you're, once you're in that indecision mode in life where you don't know what you should do now, you know, you don't like what you don't like, but you don't know what to do next to free yourself is torture yep. for a lot of us. But once you have an idea and you feel it's passionate, you're going to be passionate about it. Absolutely. Then you can just let loose and go for it. You I have like hope. It. Yep. And you know what? Like Obama said, right? <laughs> hope, hope is everything. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, but... I sometimes I forget that universities are for-profit businesses, and I think a lot of people don't realize that. Yeah, it's and I won't mention the the chain. They're very large. They're uh, one of the largest ones in the U.S. But um, the way I would describe it is they are a business that makes money. And oh, by the way, we also teach them classes. And so I didn't like that feeling because when I have customers and anything I've ever done in my life, I take care of my customers. Mm-hmm. I protect them. And even I might even lose sales by saying, you know, I don't know if this is the right product or service for you. Let me suggest something different. And for me, I've always have a, always have a very loyal following when I apply that those values to my business. Yeah. And you know that's how it should be. It really should be. And like, I think for university, this is my stance on it. If you know exactly what you want to do and you know by going to university and majoring in that, that's going to help you get to what you want to do. So, for example, if you know you want to be an engineer and you go to a school that specializes in engineering, the good teachers, do it. I think that's awesome. Absolutely. You know, you'll have a great experience being at college, being away uh, from school. You know, you'll learn a skill that you want to learn, that's something you're interested in, and you'll be able to get a job in a field that you like. But if you're like me and you went to school just because you thought you had to and you just picked whatever major... That that seemed the easiest, you know, and you didn't care about any of the classes, you just sign up for it to get the credit, then, you know, don't waste your freaking time. No, no. And my, my, my dad has his PhD, he's a, you know, he's an engineer, uh, but it was always very <clears throat> much stressed in my family to go to school. And so I was kind of the same way. I ended up in kind of business classes and, and, and political science. And, and uh, but if I had to do it over again, I'd rather take that money, invest in, uh, in DSL. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> honestly, you know, or even just reading books. Absolutely. You can self-learn. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, I think the, the biggest benefit I got from going to college was just going away and living on my own, having my own responsibilities. But in retrospect, I could have done that without college. Absolutely. You know, I think for most people, you know, maybe they might be, feel like they might be lost if they if they go somewhere and then it's just up to them to buy their own books and read it. Right. So maybe something like 
DSL University be good. Absolutely. Well, you know, so much of the world is conformity oriented, and we got to do, we have to do certain things in order to get where we want to go. And really, I think things are changing now. Where being a non-conform as a disruptor is more valuable to you, to your, you know, person uh, personally speaking, and you can make more of an impact in the world. But you have to have enough belief in yourself that you can reach out and touch other people, and that you know people are willing to help you too. And I think now, to me, that almost seems. It seems so logical. It just seems like, yeah, that's sh- that that is the way life is, and the- that's the way that I should be. But I think maybe when I was stuck in that bubble, thinking back, you know, in the cubicle or even in school, and I just wasn't really, I didn't know what to do next. I wasn't happy. I couldn't see that. Yeah, yeah. I worked in a huge, huge building, and the the you know the, as the company started to lose money, you would see everybody's seats would get lower and lower in the cubicle, so the management couldn't see your head. Wow. Because <laughs> so, everybody's afraid of being let go. So that's a, you know, that's a pretty crazy thing. Well, you know what? I'm glad none of us are, are doing that anymore. Absolutely. Uh, so, Mark, I'm really happy that you, you came on the show. Uh, I'm really happy that, you know, I got to meet you here at, at the retreat as well as everyone else. So everyone else who's listening to this, um, you know, I literally probably met 80 new people who I've never met before. There, there, was, there were some people who came to the retreat last year that I met or some people I met in Chiang Mai or other places. But there's a lot of new people who either just started with the course uh, or, you know, didn't make it out to the retreat last year for whatever reason. And that was, I mean, to me, like, these are friendships I think that are going to last a long time, you know, because these are people on the same same path. You know, everybody's super open-minded. I don't think there's anyone here that's, you know, negative. No, yeah. And, I, I, and we, I plan to move back to Chiang Mai, so maybe you will you guys will still be living here and we'll... Yeah, actually, how many other people said they're moving to Chiang Mai after this? I've met quite a few. I think there's at least 10 people. Yeah. They're like, okay, we're, since we're in Asia, Thailand already, let's just move to Chiang Mai. Yeah. No, I um, thank you so much for having me on, though, and I really, uh, I do really appreciate you... Uh, uh, what you've done and you because you've definitely made an impact in my life and uh, and it's been great I'm learning a lot of new things and life is fun again well I appreciate that it's been, it's been fun uh, if you guys want to join uh, the community uh, Anton's course is AntonMethod.com that's my link so I get credit for referring you uh, and as a kind of a, a thank you for, for using my link and giving me credit uh, I'll send you my jumpstart course for free uh, which contains a bunch of videos on the places people get stuck the most like niche select or when to call suppliers, uh, how to make your first sale and things like that. And uh, I actually just promised someone that I'm going to add something else to it. I'm going to add a template on how to do my accounting. So I'm going to upload that on there as well so you get that free. Uh, if you want to sign up for David Vu's course, uh, there's a link here in episode 91 uh, of the podcast. Or you can go on johnnyfd.com and search eBay dropshipping. Uh, and I'll have my link in there as well. So if you want to give me credit for referring you, appreciate that. Uh, Mark, really glad that you're you're making sales, making sales some money uh can't wait to to hear from you in a few months and see where you're at thank you i appreciate right. it uh do you use uh, any social media or twitter or anything like that uh yeah uh twitter twitter uh facebook uh you know uh that's i think that's really about it okay how yeah. are they how do they find you on that uh facebook might be the easiest uh, mark ruby r-u-b-i okay yeah. sounds good all right thanks everyone for listening uh appreciate all the people who have taken the time to leave reviews on itunes i know it's kind of a pain in the butt to do but if you're on an iphone you can actually just click in on the, on the screen and you can leave a review from there. Uh, it really helps spread the word of the podcast. Tell your friends about it as well. And I'll see everyone next week. We got to go to a pool party now. Yeah. So put on your shorts. <laughs> see you guys. Thank you for listening to the Travel Like a Boss podcast. If you want to hear more, including the bonus, how to choose the perfect niche episode, join our mailing list at travellikeabosspodcast.com. 
See you next week. And remember, if you want to travel like a boss, you need to be your own boss. So start your online business today and start living the lifestyle you've always dreamed of.